This is the Squared Goal Podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Squared Co. Podcast. I am Mark Morris and with me again, Mr. Jared Maruyama. What's going on, Jared? Hey, can you believe how quickly the month has gone by? I, it feels like we just did the last monthly wrap up. Yeah, and it, it's weird now that we have this podcast going that like we can, or at least for me, I can like break up the mm-hmm. the weeks and the months by like which episodes I'm doing and what's the next one. So it definitely yeah. makes time go by faster, which may be a good or a bad thing. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but we've this last month we've had like just pure guests. So it's been a while since you and I have had a solo episode. I think it was the the it last the recap. recap one, yeah. right? So Yeah, it was. Um, if you guys haven't figured it out yet, this is the August recap episode. So Jared and I <laughs> will be talking about everything that has happened to us the past month. Yeah, um, so indulge us because we've given you a month of absolutely amazing <laughs> guests. So now now we bore you for about an hour with, uh, with just our stuff. Yes, so here we go. Um, And I'm actually going (laughs) to start, instead of going chronological, I want to talk about something that happened to me today um, because it also leads into something tomorrow. So we're actually, I know I just said it's what happened to us in August, but maybe like give us five minutes to talk about the future. So here um, today I got a pretty cool mail day. Um, I got my Mike Mitchell, Darth Vader, and Stormtrooper prints from Mondo. Ah. Uh, so this... Um, when did you order these? Oh, jeez. I, I mean, I know we talked about this, but it's been a while, right? So it's so funny because now that you know, I ship prints as well, and I try to turn them around as quickly as possible, but it's easier for me because most of them like, I already have in possession... With Mondo, well, one, their quantities are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's either they're selling out of a print that has hundreds or, in the case of the Star Wars prints. Well, let me, okay, guess how mm-hmm. many, what the edition size was for the Vader. Just So, this is the number. timed release where they yeah, sell so as many as they sell exactly. in a given amount of time. I think it, it's usually, like, maybe five to seven days is a timed release. It'll they'll usually like announce it on like a Tuesday or Wednesday and it'll go through Sunday through the weekend. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like an extended weekend, but I, th- I mean, given that arguably Darth Vader is the most popular, definitely right. the most iconic star Wars character. Um, and this is like towards the end of that series. So it, they've been able to ramp up, um, like fans and get more people interested in this series. So mm-hmm. just with all that knowledge, what do you think the uh, the total edition size for this was? For but it, was this like a second or third Vader or had you know? No, this is, is the this first, the only. This so is he the only, only Vader. does one character, and then he'll move on to like I don't. He's never done a repeat. Hmm. You know I'm terrible at this. Three thousand. That's a pretty good guess. It was like I don't I don't know the exact number. I don't remember, but it was thirty six hundred oh. and some change. Ugh. So, 
Over oh 3,600 of these were sold in like a four or five day period, which is just do you, ridiculous. Do you have a sense of the other ones in in this uh, series? Like, yeah, is that so usually high? It's definitely higher than the. I think the majority of them, I, I'm going to guess is like 1,500 to 25. So mm-hmm. it's at least a thousand over like the rest of them. Um, I know there's this site. It's like a forum for collectors. It's called Espresso Beans. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> no, but it's like a it's a forum where collectors you can upload your collection, and it's a, a way to communicate with other collectors if you want to like trade some or sell some. Mm-hmm. So on this site, in addition to all that information, they have pretty much like all these collectible screen print posters, and that'll have. Um, the edition's number on it too. So mm-hmm. you can go back and look at all of the Mike Mitchell portraits from the Star Wars series and see what the numbers are. Um, oh, okay. And then, I mean, if you don't have one already, because it's signed and numbered in the corner, if you have a right. physical one. That's what I was which, thinking. That, that's the only thing I think of when you say 3600 is like, he's got to sign and number. Yes, all he of signs and numbers all those. That's like crazy. a month of work right there and just the signing alone. Which uh, brings me back to how this story started is that, um, yeah, you asked me how long ago I ordered this. Um, mm-hmm. God, I, I, I want to say that it was before this year started or maybe maybe no. it was like early this year. Whenever yeah. he, he had. So he's been doing this Star Wars portraits through Mondo for the past couple of years. And mm-hmm. they they had like the finale. um on display at the gallery earlier this year. And I think this Stormtrooper and Darth Vader was like the last release it that came out close to whenever that show was at their physical gallery. So uh, I want to I want to say it was like February. So I probably ordered around then. It's about six months later. No, you know what it says here? I looked it up because you're terrible with information. Uh, it says <laughs> If I'm looking at the right one, it says available time to audition for 72 hours from Thursday to May 4th. May 4th through the 7th. Oh, maybe it was a May 4th thing. Like a May the 4th be with you thing? Hmm. Yeah. Well, I remember right, you so talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess it wasn't that far back, but yeah. So Feels anyways, like it. I, I got those. And uh, what I wanted to talk about more, though, like, so I've. We've talked about my Ninja Turtles room where I've got the office set up where we record. All mm-hmm. the walls are themed Ninja Turtles. And then I have a print studio, which is downstairs, that I'm going to theme Star Wars. And I recently started putting up all my Star Wars posters. And I have a nice section above my printer where I'm housing all these Star Wars uh, Mike Mitchell portraits. And now mm-hmm. these are the final two. So that section of the room will be complete. Mm. Uh, so when you say downstairs, is this like a, like a basementy downstairs or is this like a room? I call it the dungeon. Okay. Uh, (laughs) no, but I I moved into a, it's a three story place. So the bottom floor where our garage is, is just one room. That's, I mean, it's not a square. It's a, like kind of an angled, awkward shaped room, but I would say it's maybe like a 15 by 12 ish size room. So it's a decent sized room. Um, and I've got a small desk there, a flat file with a cutting, like a, the top of it, I do uh, a cutting board. 
mm-hmm. and then I've got my big ass printer there. So mm. it's my little print shop. Oh, okay. How come you don't record down there? It seems like that would be more. Uh, I think it'd be more echoey private. down there. Oh. Okay. And I don't have a computer there. So like my office area is where um, I do the recording, which is where my main computer is. Mm. But eventually okay. I'll probably end up getting a laptop and I might move it down there. Who knows? Yeah. But um, the other. So we're talking Star Wars. The other thing okay. that I wanted to bring up or ask you about tomorrow. And we'll be able to talk about this in the September Recap. episode uh, is Force <laughs> Friday. So we're recording this Thursday night. And are we going to have to cut it short because you're going to have to go to a midnight release? Well, you know, it's funny. It's about eight. (laughs) It's about eight thirty right now when we're recording this. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go this year. I did go last, not last year, but uh, they did this for the Force Force, Awakens. Yeah, Yeah. and uh, you know, it's exciting because you get to see a lot of the stuff. But it wasn't anything too exclusive. I mean, there were a few little things that that were kind of hard to get eventually. But when we went to Toys R Us. It was as if they didn't get all their stock or something like it was really low. So like the first few people in got everything like they just dumped yeah. crap into a, uh, you know, a, sh- a shopping cart and, and there was nothing left. It was the stuff that you saw on the shelf forever. So, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to go early. I might, if anything, go tomorrow morning and see kind of what's left and what's out there. But, you know, there are a few things I want, a few big things, uh, but there's nothing specific i can think of that i'd have to go like toys r us is giving away a poster and a t-shirt but like yeah i don't need that it's probably gonna be just some really generic movie art that uh yeah yeah nothing to go crazy over so is is toys r us your go-to toy store for uh these star wars figures uh i guess um (laughs) usually so it's like toys r us target walmart um it just depends on who's carrying what. So, you know, yeah. especially tomorrow, we'll start seeing who's carrying the exclusive stuff. And what about uh, Walgreens? You don't go to yeah, Walgreens, Walgreens for is for the, the Funko Pops and sometimes the Black Series figures. <laughs> well, too. I was just going to say, depends. which was just so bizarre to me. Walgreens had an exclusive uh, white Boba Fett Black Series. Yeah. So like of all of the toy like stores, they for some reason, Walgreens got this exclusive. Oh, they did a white black series. I know they did a white Funko one, but I didn't know they did a white black series. one. Yeah. It's a, it's a black series Boba Fett, which is like, but it's all white. So it's like prototype. Did they call it like prototype? Yeah. And I have no idea how Walgreens got this deal, but obviously people were aware of it because for months I would go to like every single Walgreens I could find and like, Go to their toy aisle, ask right. the people who work there, like, when are you getting another batch? And they're like, you're an idiot. I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, I was able to snag a couple. So I do have that uh, that weird Walgreens exclusive <laughs> Boba Fett. Yeah. I wonder how Walgreens got that gig. Yeah. Like, uh, so bizarre you go, to me. You go to any other drugstore and it's really crappy, like jokey toys, like nothing good at all. Yeah. Right? Or they have like. It seems like overstock or like the the toys from the series that nobody wants. So it'd be like, I don't know, B, B characters for movie franchises and stuff or like the throwaway right. really cheap toys. Or the ones that are like off brand or like that look like 
Star Wars, but it's not really <laughs> Star Wars, you know? <laughs> yeah. Star Star Battles figures or something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's uh, the CVS. So, no, I don't know. I don't know if I'll go tonight. We'll see. Like, as it gets closer, I'll start thinking, like, well, maybe I'll just go. But I'm so old now, like, staying up <laughs> <laughs> till midnight and then going somewhere. Well, I was just going to say going out at that hour is – that's, that's yeah. crazy. Um, so have you ever gone? Did you go to, like – uh, the force awakens one or no not i've never done like a go at midnight for a, a sale i've never done a black friday none of that stuff especially now that you have the internet it's like well with with the exception of like exclusives you mm-hmm. get it's so easy to get stuff so it's like i don't feel the need to go rush and fight mobs of people to get this this one item Right, right. Yeah. No, that's what, that's exactly how I felt after Force Awakens uh, because like the stuff that you thought was going to be difficult to get wasn't. Um, and so like right. you, know, you you scored all this stuff on that first night and then you saw that it was like on the shelves forever after that. So I don't know. I, I think I might wait and see. And like I was just talking online today with uh, uh, someone about um, actually I, you, you don't like spoilers, right? So you don't know anything about it or do you know some stuff about it? I, if it's if it's even questionable, don't even say it. Okay, so there's, yeah, I better not say it. I won't talk it was, about it. Okay, we'll just, so la- last thing before we move on to a different topic, yeah. do you have like do you, is the list of items that's going to be available like does that exist somewhere for this Force Friday? Like, can you look it up and say like, okay, this is the whole list of toys that will be available Force Friday. First of all, I have to say off the bat, I am not a, I am not like the uh, expert on this. So <laughs> there could be, I don't know about it. Like they've been pretty tight about a lot of it. Like some things have leaked and, and some yeah. things were released a little early, but it seems like most of the stuff was, uh, came out today, like, uh, released in press releases yeah. and things like that today, pictures and, um, like some of the stuff had been rumored to come out and so we kind of knew, but. I don't know. I haven't seen, I think the Sphero R2-D2 was the only thing that I didn't realize was coming out. And I don't, I don't know that that was kept under wraps. I just didn't know about it. So, um, that was one of the main toys I really wanted to get. Uh, yeah. But I don't even know if that's released tomorrow or, or what, or if they just announcing it early. I'm so. sure with that one, it, is it, it's going to have a higher price tag, right? Mm, yeah. Just like the BB-8 yeah, did when so that was I'm, released. I'm sure that I don't know though, because that BB-8 went pretty quick too. So, but they like I have they're no so gauge available on this stuff. Yeah, <laughs> like BB-8 was hard to get the day At it was first, released. Yeah. yeah, and then that then now was, you can get it no matter what. So, mm. well, I know. I, if I go, it'll just be because I'm excited and dorky and, and want to just you know see everything right away. <laughs> the uh, okay, I lied. We're not going to move on just yet. But this is oh, like a, a segue to trying to move on but it's still star wars and toys related all right so are are you amazon prime nope oh my gosh why i know i've considered it but i just not i just figured uh, everybody was i mean do you do it for the for the tv for the oh hell no that was gonna be my point so like i just order a shitload of stuff online and Mm. the fact that you can get it within a day or two for free is just beyond awesome so Mm -hmm. i order a lot of stuff on there with the free shipping in mind and then like you get a decent amount of music um you know streaming right so yeah 
We have talked about this so many times and you hate it because of the genre, but The Midnight is available to stream through <laughs> Amazon Music. So that's another plus. Um, but their, their video streaming, their collection is so terrible. Like wow. their original content, I don't really care for. And then they don't have that many great movie titles. Like they have... Uh, I think they have the Indiana Jones series right now and they have like oh, Iron Man good. 1. Oh. But like there's not that, I think there's no other Marvel titles in there and it's it's really hit or miss, mostly miss with their titles. So how much does that cost now a year? Because it was like 75 for a while. Yeah, it's something? about, I think it's 79 right now. I think when I first started it was only like 29, but it seems to creep up uh, every couple of years. But and for uh, me, do, I think it's worth it. I thought the streaming was going to split off of that and be a separate charge now. Is that oh, not the case yet? I'm not sure. It, it isn't mm. yet, but um, maybe when I have to re-up, it'll, it'll mm. be a different thing. But if, it, if that's the case, 100%, I will not do the video because it's totally not worth it. Not worth it. it. Not what about, uh, do you get any extra discounts at Whole Foods? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that, that Whole Foods is so expensive that it wouldn't even make a difference. No, but that's what they're, now that they own it, they're slashing prices like crazy. Did you oh, see Oh, I didn't know that. So maybe, yeah. who knows? Yeah, crazy. It's like um, a weird, such a weird thing for them to buy, but I guess it makes who sense. Who knows? They're, they're like Disney and just trying to take over as much stuff as possible. Easy. Easy. <laughs> uh, I didn't say it's a bad thing, but the reason I originally wanted to bring up Amazon is that I did find a gem in the dust of their video streaming service. Mm-hmm. Um, God, and now that I'm so stupid, I should have like written down the name of this thing, but what? it's a documentary about uh, Star Wars and Kenner. So oh. it's like a Kenner Toys documentary or it's more about the original Star Wars and like how Kenner dealt with that license. Um, yeah. I haven't finished the whole thing. I'm like halfway through. So it, right now it's like, you know, they're rolling in dough and everything's awesome. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm eager to finish that one. It's It's got some really cool like bits of knowledge in there that about the history of it and like how that whole relationship came to be. Uh, it's pretty interesting. Uh, yeah, Plastic Galaxy? Yes, that's what okay. it is. Um, I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. It's it's a fun watch and it's always cool. Like, you know, they have the old commercials in there and a lot of the mm-hmm. old artwork. Um, and one thing I like, you know, today everything we do or not everything, but most of the stuff we do is digital. So like mm-hmm. as far as the art and design goes, right? I'm curious to know like <laughs> what that process looked like for this packaging back then like how did you get this to mass produce all of the this packaging and design it before computers like obviously yeah by hand it was, it was all by hand yeah. so was like the silver lining you know the the border mm-hmm. was that like a paint a painting yeah all airbrush oh, man. yeah because uh, when box? i was in when I was in school, yes, yes, <laughs> they had children in China airbrushing the Star Wars logo on everything. No, no, no. I mean, it's printing, right? You just you print, set it up, and photograph it, and then print it on the print it on the box. Man, it's- when I was in school, a lot of my like the instructors or people that we'd have come speak to us, you know, they were all 
uh, in that industry, whether as just right. you know, freelancers, extra work or things like that, where they would do it. I think like my teacher, one of my teachers did like the, you know, that Star Wars sheet set that everyone had from the first uh, release. Uh, I don't know. You probably don't remember that. You're too young. But um, where it says like collect them all on the yellow background. No, no, no. Like it was like bed sheets. Like oh, this, this, those <laughs> sheets. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's stuff like that. But yeah, all of that hand done, meticulously done. Uh, like, so if you look really closely at some of it, um, you can kind of tell, but, um, yeah, amazing that as much of that stuff got, I mean, that's back when you really had to do design like fonts and things like yeah, that, like, which is just, crazy. It, it's nuts to me that, that, I mean, I mean, I knew that it existed before, but it's just amazing to think about that and how much time and effort and energy went into every single printed piece um, mm -hmm. before computers really streamlined that whole process. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine how many people you needed back then for a staff as opposed to now where, you know, That's one nice. person with Photoshop or Illustrator can, can probably replace an entire staff of people from back then. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, crazy. It it's is. cool and unfortunate all in one. <laughs> so what are they like on the Kenner stuff though? Who, who is driving the the documentary like like is this someone who's like um, kenner people or is it kenner or a toy company doing this actually? i think it's so who's responsible for the documentary i think is just an, a nerd <laughs> yeah yeah like a fan yeah and he like is telling the story of kenner and star wars through collectors and mm -hmm. um former kenner employees yeah. So are they, is it kind of dark? Is it kind of bitter or is it? No, no, no. Well, I, I haven't got to the downfall yet, but it's mm. so far it's been, it's pretty cool. Like collectors are saying like they remember when these toys were released and then they'll mirror that with um, right. the employees saying like what it took to get to that point. Yeah. Cause I think it was that first release was ridiculously fast. Like the turnaround yes, yeah, had to they, be like crazy so fast. They said that they got, they signed the deal like the week the movie came out. And right. they, so like they didn't even start before the film, which is unheard of now. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously it's Force Friday and the movie doesn't come out for another three months. But they did the reverse where they saw the movie and they talked about this in the film where like their lead designers or their design team went to the film opening weekend and mm -hmm. went in there with notepads and cameras and were like taking pictures of the screen, which is also never not possible today. Yeah. Um, yeah. So they were doing all this and they had to design toys and get them mass produced by like October or November for the holiday season. Right. So right. they had well, like, they didn't even I don't think they released him at the hall. That was the whole no, release then, pack. So right? that was a, a really another cool thing where that like, was like, the cardboard. Exactly. They're like purchase. We, we can't there's no way we can get this done in time. So mm -hmm. one of their like marketing people or designers like, you know, this is just not possible. But we've got to capture this excitement while the movies like the same year the movie came out. Right, um, right. Let's like just get the prototypes done. We'll take photos and you can purchase like a pre-order. So you mm -hmm. basically like you go to the toy store and say, all right, I want to buy this set of Star Wars toys that you'll mail like the following year. Yep. Yeah. No, they just uh, for the 40th, they released uh, the recreation of that pack with the with the figures. Yeah, I think it was uh, 12 yeah. or something. And like you could put it on a stand 
Yeah. That had like wheels that would rotate the characters. It's just amazing to think. Like, I mean, a lot of, a lot of this stuff is legend by now. Like, you know, they've, they've told these stories often uh, about yeah. these first toys. But it's weird to think that they're basically creating that industry right then and there. Yeah. Uh, and that, they, that, they talked about that, too. Like before that, they had licensed toys, mm-hmm. but nothing. None of them were really successful. And like they didn't. People didn't care about li- like licensing franchises. It wasn't a thing. Like I think they mentioned they did Planet of the Apes a little bit at that point mm-hmm. and maybe like Star Trek or something. Yeah, yeah, but they weren't really that successful in almost like throwaway accounts. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until Star Wars that this whole toy industry and collecting became a thing. Yeah. I mean, that's what's funny. Like because I was at that age then, like mm-hmm. We had nothing to compare it to. You had nothing to compare yeah. it to. You couldn't say, oh, these figures are ugly because, uh, you know, there was just nothing else. And they were ugly, terribly designed toys. I mean, <laughs> you know, we're, we're sort of, you know, because it's nostalgic, we, we love those early designs and stuff. But um, they, I think, I can't remember what I watched. I did watch something else on this where they talked about all this, like how they... They would use similar molds for different characters, you know, like, like oh, instead yeah. of changing it, they just reuse it and paint they, it differently. It was like pre-existing figures from not even Star Wars. So it was like right. they would get an old, uh, I don't know, let's say like Buck Rogers or something. Yeah, yeah just like they, a male character. Yeah, they would just yeah. like add to his face or something or change the color of his hair. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so the, I mean, the documentary is just there's a lot of knowledge in there that you probably if you're a huge Star Wars fan or toy fan, you're like familiar with most of it. But it's still a fun it's a fun watch, um, at least yeah. so far. We'll have to link to it because I do. I want to catch that. I did want to watch that. But yeah, I'll um, add that to the show notes for sure. But so like with Amazon, you don't watch anything else on there. Like, do you watch the original content stuff or? Um, so Netflix, well, yeah, Netflix is where the streaming is at. Mm. (laughs) I think like in the hierarchy of these streaming services, the big three, you know, if you want to even call it that Netflix, Amazon and Hulu, like not Mm -hmm. including HBO and Showtime. Right. right. Like the ones that kind of collect streaming stuff. uh, Yeah. Amazon's on the bottom for sure. Oh, so what do you watch on Netflix and have you been watching anything on there? Uh, I watch all of the Marvel, so like Daredevil, Luke oh, Cage, okay. Jessica Jones. Yeah. Uh, I haven't started Defenders yet, but I'm sure once I start that, it'll be done within the same weekend. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I think it's only eight episodes, but uh, yeah, I've done that. Uh, Stranger Things, of course. I mean, I'm not even. I'm not going to try and go through the whole list right now, but there's well, a yeah, bunch. Yeah. Um, the only thing on Amazon that I've watched that I enjoyed was this short like drama comedy called red oaks or red oak it's about like it takes place in the 80s and it follows this group of like recently graduated high school kids in college Mm -hmm. so during the summers when they go back home from college they all work at this country tennis club Hmm. so it's just about like these early 20 something year old kids like working at this country club like a like a drama or is this like a reality? It's a comedy. Uh, oh. it, t- it takes place in the eighties. Um, oh, 
So, like everything does nowadays, yeah, right? Your favorite, like, I was just going to say. <laughs> everything has to take place in the 80s. Um, but that was, they just came out with The Tick and I watched the pilot. Oh, and like, yeah. The, some of the first, uh, like I guess the second episode and just not doing it for me. <laughs> I'm not well, a fan. I don't, I don't know a lot about The Tick. I mean, I watched the cartoon, not religiously, but uh, I always think of Patrick Warburton as The Tick from that original TV series. So... Um, but I hear that it's quite different. That's a little bit, it's um, a little bit not serious, but maybe not as silly as that other series was. Yeah, I mean, I'm only really one episode in, but and I, I don't think I'm going to finish it. I, I don't know. It hasn't hooked me. So while we're talking about TV stuff, I'm gonna I've got a few things uh, on my list here that I might as well bring up now. Uh, so they're talking about. They've ordered a pilot. ABC has ordered a pilot for a live action Jetsons show. Oh, I heard about heard that. About so Robert Zemeckis is executive producing, which is the bright spot, I think, of this news. But um, what do you think? Oh, OK. So you say he's producing that right there is like, I don't know what that term means anymore, because I feel well, like you figure a he's lot overseeing of time, it, right? Like, he's but just I, gonna I wonder if like a studio's can just buy the rights to use your name so like because steven spielberg has been attached to so many projects and Mm -hmm. a lot of them are not good or like they're not spielbergy you know what i mean so that's why i think he exact produces it like he he thinks this is a great idea but it's not you know it doesn't fit in with the spielberg brand so i feel like they just like attach their name to try and get more viewers there and i don't know if if they have how much involvement is on the show. So you, I don't know. The only reason I'm saying it's because you say that's like the shining light for the show, but who knows if he'll ha- even have any say in the production. Well, I feel like with the executive producer, yeah, he will. I feel like he'll be putting it together. He might not direct it. He might not write it. He'll just say, put Hope, these people yeah. that he likes on it. And I, I, I say that only because uh, just because like you say, he does have a name and it's a, it's a good pop culture <laughs> name right like i feel like he'd be respectful of the material somewhat you know I'm curious, or at least he'd like, be aware what, of its of its sort of cultural significance and not try to yeah. go the opposite direction. well maybe. i from what i've heard from this it's they're taking it like it sounds like it's just going to be loosely based like it's a family in the future and like that's all the jetsons tie in so do you think it'll be a, a comedy or? Oh yeah, it'll definitely be a comedy, but like a sitcom or or just yeah. And I think yeah. it's only gonna it's not gonna make it past the pilot season. Like they'll maybe do like six, like the the Muppets, the recent Muppets show. I think it'll be like <laughs> make a season and say they're, they're like confirmed for another one, and then just it'll get canceled. <laughs> well, think about what would make you one tune in to a Jetson series and I'll and watch it two, just because like, of but, what it is but I mean what would you want from it like I think everybody would watch it just to see I mean unless the trailers give everything away where you're like ugh, no no thank you um, <laughs> but like because to me the whole point of the Jetsons is it's that retro future look right, right. it's yeah, not totally. really the future it's that 1950s yeah, 60s like tomorrow like tomorrow <laughs> exactly yeah so I feel like if they ditch that, then it's just kind of not the Jetsons. And then why, why do the Jetsons if you're not going to do that, right? Because it, everything is a reboot now. That's why. <laughs> I mean, it's like if you just said, oh, the Croods is a reboot of the Flintstones. You know what I mean? Like, 
we're not going to do anything that you loved from that show. Yeah. We're just going to set it in that same time period and, and call it, you know. Um, so I don't I don't know. My expectations are zero for the show. I I think it's going to be terrible. <laughs> I want it to be good because I think it could be a lot of fun. But I just I have no hope for it, really. <laughs> but like, yeah, like to me, I feel like it has to be. Because I was always surprised once they did that Flintstones movie, which, you know, not great at all. Um, like, I always thought they would follow that up with, like, a Jetsons movie in the same oh, kind of yeah. cheesy, like, just reproducing it in real life. Right, and, right. And they, they kind of never did. So I think it, that could, I mean, I would probably like that. If they ever do, I mean, when they do do it, I would probably be more turned off if they get, like, big name actors involved with it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's, for me, it's always, unless they're like an incredible character actor, mm-hmm. it's really difficult to like, for me to, to separate this well-known face or actor from the character that they're playing. You know what I mean? Right. I, right. Like, I don't know. So I doubt that they're going to do that. They're probably going to get the biggest name possible to be every character. Um, but it's TV though. So it's like sort of limited in who they're. Right? Who, who's like, interested? <laughs> right. Well, I mean, who you know? It, by the strange chance that this takes off and they have to commit to the Jetsons for ten seasons. Yeah. I mean, you know. Who, so, like Steve Carell. What you know, was like, the uh, <laughs> the station that it's going to be? Played ABC on? ordered the pilot. Oh, that's that's kind of surprising. Because mm-hmm. it's not a Disney brand at all. Right. Um, no, it's a it's a Warner hmm. Brothers property right. now. I mean, it's Hanna Barbera, but yeah. Um, yeah, hmm. so I don't know. I mean, I'm anxious to see it and definitely interested, but I don't think it'll be good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other uh, thing I have on here is that DC is starting their own digital service. Have you seen this too? No, and I don't, I don't know what that, that means mean? exactly. Yeah, like I don't know if that's supposed to be like a Netflix thing. Like I haven't read too much about it. So this actor, Brenton Thwaites, I think is his name. Uh, he was the kid that was in the last Pirates movie. The okay. Guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's been cast as Robin in a in a live action Titans show that has been talked about for a long time, but um, it's finally moving hmm. forward. And so that's for this DC digital service in uh, next year. So uh, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see what that would look like because they oh you know maybe they have all the DC TV shows on the CW. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe those will transfer over. I don't but know. I, but I'd have to think that CW has like, you know, done their work and make sure that there's contracts that give them the rights to these shows for so long. Because I think they're still pretty successful shows for them. Right. So maybe uh, it just goes. Maybe it'll just be a crossover. Hmm. Kind of like uh, what's the uh, what's the Avengers show on TV? <laughs> Oh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. So they have Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but then they also have all these Netflix shows and they kind of cross over. Right. Yeah. And the kind of the cool thing is that those exist in the movie universe as well, Um, which the DC, their cinematic universe does not cross over into their like the Flash and Supergirl TV shows. Right. Right. It's all separate. Yeah. So maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Be interesting to see because they the only DC shows exist on a network already. Yeah, I don't, and I don't follow any of those shows. So I started, and 
actually even Gotham is on Fox, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, which is a completely separate universe. So growing up, did you read DC Comics? Are you familiar with Titans? So I actually, you know, in like the early 2000s, um, cartoons were very actiony and fighty. So like they had there was a Ninja Turtles at that time, of course, Uh, that iteration was very like focus on the action and then there was a tv show called the batman that was the same thing um and they also had the teen titans cartoon so i was a big fan of the teen titans cartoon and i read the comics while i was in high school i think that was really the only like Mm. dc series that i followed um and now I, i like the current teen titans cartoon as well which is extremely different than the uh the its predecessor but Teen Titans Go or the yeah the Teen Titans oh. Go so oh yeah no I love that that's fantastic <laughs> yeah that one's a lot of fun oh so just while we're on Teen Titans Go the and we you know we played this game with Dave Perillo like just saying there's name and he's gonna be a guest on soon and it ended up working right we're, the new game we're gonna play is we want to have Dan Hip on who's the art director for Teen Titans Go and a bunch of other Cartoon Network yeah. uh, WB Animation series so. So we've talked to Dan. We're trying to <laughs> work it out. Thank you so much, Dan. We can't we wait go. to talk to you. So there's the next one. And I think this is a fun little game. We'll just Every time we get one uh, guest on, we'll just replace his name with the next wish list guest. Exactly. There's a lot of people, though. Oh, man. And, then I, and so. I'd love to hear from all seven of our listeners if there's anyone that they <laughs> want to hear specifically. Cause then oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's always nice to be able to tell people like, oh, we've gotten so many requests to have you on, you know, like that. That's always. They don't need to know that it's only uh, seven people that are requesting. Sure. Right. uh, No, I'll never tell them that. All of our listeners (laughs) have been (laughs) bugging us nonstop. Um, So I'm sorry. Going back to your question about DC. Yeah. So Teen Titans was really the only show that I followed from DC. Um, Mm hmm. I think I've read like random story arcs for DC Comics, but never really followed any uh, of the the series that closely. Mm. Yeah, so I know nothing about it. Like I don't, I, I don't even really know when it falls in the timeline. And but like I mean, a weird, like just being a, a fan of comics and like pop culture and superheroes in general, mm-hmm. I have like a weird amount of knowledge on just all things Marvel and DC superheroes that. I don't know where how it came to me uh, because I haven't read that many for either of those, but I feel like I know a lot about the characters. So is Teen Titans Go or Teen Titans? I guess I don't I don't know the distinction or how accurate the cartoon follows the, the comic <laughs> books. But is that Dick Grayson? Uh oh man, it, you're just asking crazy ass questions here. Uh, so that seems like it would be a pretty straightforward. No, it's well, okay. The the Teen Titans Go Robin is Dick Grayson. Okay. However, the Robin character has been like five or six different individuals. So, right, right. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. But but so like is he supposed to be also working with Batman during the Titans timeline? Or is he like did he It's leave? weird, like they have these like the ongoing D- normal DC universe timeline yeah, that has these rotating Robins. And then there's like one-off stories. So like the Dark Knight Returns comic book 
um, yeah, by yeah. Frank Miller. Like that is a, like a standalone story that had right. a Robin's Robin. a girl. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, so with some of these Titans things and like who's the right Robin, like those also get their own spin out or like, you know, I don't know what you call it, like offshoots yeah. mm-hmm. or standalone stories. The each cartoon I think is independent too. So like the Teen Titans cartoon from the early 2000s, I think is its own thing. Mm-hmm. And the current one is also its own thing, but it references in like a joking way, like breaking the fourth wall. It references mm-hmm. the old cartoon. Oh, like so, jokey though. Yeah. yeah. Like, like look at how much better we were animated in this other version. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's what I, <laughs> that's what I like about that show. So, um, I, don't, I have no idea if that answers your question or not, but... Well, no. I mean, I, did, I guess it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, the comic book stuff, that's what I kind of don't like about the comic stuff. It's like, there's a reason for everything. It's so and it's complicated. Just, well, and then, like, they're connected, but they're not connected, or there was the split yeah. at, at a certain point, well, or then it's they start also, over. It's kind of like Star Wars, too. So before... Mm, well, like the, extended the canon, universe. The canon always changes. Yeah. So, like, what was once Disney absorbed them and like started doing these all the, these extra movies and stuff? Like, what was canon is no longer. So, like, Shadows of the Empire, I think, isn't part of the official Star Wars story anymore. No, none of that. None of that old stuff is part of it, unless they yeah. specifically bring it back into canon in this new stuff. Yeah. So, so, like, but I think even the last or the Clone Wars series is not canon anymore either. Like even oh, as man. close as that is not canon, so I don't know. The Genity Tartovsky Clone Wars, or the, the, even that the, the next one, the, no the digital one. I believe that one's not considered oh. canon anymore either, because it was like that's surprising. I mean, I think they'll bring back stuff in it, so Rebels is canon. Uh, but oh my god, yeah, this is so I don't know. <laughs> way too confusing. I mean, it makes sense, right? Because they did too much stuff in that extended universe. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, years. they had like 30 years of just letting authors write whatever they wanted about star Wars or like yeah. putting it in this, this galaxy. But I mean, like universe. with star Wars people, you know, like they say one sentence in a, in a book and, and oh, that sets Bill it up Null. for the rest yeah. of the, yeah. for the. Yeah. So I think there was something before about like in one of the extended universe things that three PO's uh, mind had never been wiped. His memory had never been cleared. Uh, but then at the end of Sith, he clearly says, right. wipe, you know, so everyone was yeah. going nuts about that. So I think everything just had to yeah. start then, from uh, scratch. But. Mara Jade, too, for yeah, obvious reasons. All of it. But I mean, they brought back, who's that blue guy? They brought him into Rebels so that he's he's in, um, in, in it. But I don't know if they'll use him beyond Rebels or not. Um, yeah. So I don't know. We'll, you know, whole other world. But I, then I at least I don't have to go back and read all those books because there's a crap load <laughs> of books. That, oh, there's that so there. many. Man, we can't stay away from Star Wars too long today, it seems like. Well, we, t- we <laughs> talked about Turtles in the Midnight already, so we have to get Star Wars in there too. Yeah, just forcing it back in there. Um, so the next thing, this is a stupid thing, and we'll talk about it briefly, but I have to mention, this actually happened in July, but... It, it hit me in August um, saying goodbye to my beloved Coke Zero. 
Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no I had no idea that there was this cult following for Coke Zero until you know what happened. I didn't know that it was that big of a thing. Um, mm-hmm. And it's not as big of a deal because they do have like a replacement Coke Zero Sugar now. They just added sugar to the title. Yeah. Um, did you know this was coming though, or no? No. So okay. like a staple like. I've said this a million times, probably almost every episode that I love going to the movies and I'll see even stupid movies. But part of my movie going ritual is getting a giant ass Coke Zero and a giant ass popcorn tub and Mm -hmm. just munching on that throughout the movie. Now I can't do that anymore because there's no more Coke Zero. So and this was just a total shock. I had no idea this was happening. I think Coke, like they were trying to just pull a fast one and like hope you wouldn't notice the change. Right. Um, but which has never, ever worked in the history of anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because their, their new branding is so similar. To oh yeah. Clearly. That, like, they're, they're yeah. Trying you, to just... If you were like a casual person, you may think like, Oh, they just changed slightly changed the Coke zero can or boxing or branding, whatever. Um, so I'm going to ask you a question so you can be all melodramatic about this. Uh, what's the difference <laughs> between Diet Coke? Can't you just drink Diet Coke? Um, Here he goes. Go for so it. So I hate Man, all mansplain diet. it to me. <laughs> diet anything is so disgusting to me. I can't handle the aftertaste. Okay. Um, but the the like the difference between all of these like. I'm sure you've noticed like Coke Zero isn't the only Zero drink out there. There's like, right. you know, there's Rockstar Zero and there's Pepsi's version of Zero, which I don't know the name of it because I'm not a Pepsi guy. But like mm. all these different soft drinks and sodas, they have like their <laughs> blank Zero drink right. now. Zero I calorie. Think, yeah. yeah, the biggest, the difference in it is the type of sweetener. So yeah, right. I think that Diet Coke uses like, I don't know, Splenda maybe and like Coke Zero. I'm I don't know this. I'm but they have whatever their version of the artificial sweeteners is different and it gives it a distinct taste. So this is what we were talking about. Like why would they do this? Obviously Coke Zero is a popular product. Mm-hmm. Like do you think something came up where they're like, oh crap, it's causing No, know, I think that <laughs> the whole the whole <laughs> I mean, I hope not because I'm going to start growing <laughs> like a, a seventh finger out of my don't have of my kids. hands or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So you totally threw me off now. No, they. So I think the original <laughs> intent for Coke Zero was to get a zero calorie drink that tastes as close to the original Coke as possible. Right. And right. now the update is I think what they try to do is get it even closer. So Coke Zero was as close as they could get like maybe five years ago whenever it released. And now they figured out a way to get it even closer to the original Coke. So now that's where this Coke Zero Sugar comes into play. So Diet Coke is even more sacred. So they'll never take that away or change that formula. Uh, I think, yeah, that's just like too old. And so many people are like diehards for that too, that there would be a huge uh, outcry and like just people rioting in the streets if that were to happen well crazy it's weird though like it's such a funny i don't know like it's a to see people get so upset by this it kind of cracks me up only because i don't feel passionate about it. like maybe if I, <laughs> you know <laughs> maybe if i did I, 
I, I would be upset, but yeah, like I had no idea. Have you tried the new one then? The Coke? Yeah. So trigger? going back to Amazon now, they, they have, if you're part of prime there, they have this other thing called Amazon pantry where like you can order food, like non-perishable food items from them. And they'll, mm-hmm. instead of doing free shipping they you have to purchase this like special box that is, can like maintain food for longer. It's not like a refrigerated box, but it's, like just it's yeah it's heavier insulated like it's more mm-hmm. durable and thicker than a standard cardboard box but anyways right. like if you're gonna buy any food product or drink from amazon part of this amazon pantry program you first buy the box and then you fill it so yeah. if i were to buy one oh, I see. Yeah. pack of coke zero it would say like you know 18 percent filled so mm. until you get over 100, you can fill up as many products as possible without having to purchase a new box. So the box costs like $3 or something like that. So, But does it have to be food or can it be a mix of just anything Amazon? Uh, it's like for, so for the Amazon pantry, it's food items. Oh, I see. The other stuff, you just get free shipping anyway. So it doesn't and matter. Like even, you even got you can't see it because we're a podcast, but you even got an Amazon box behind you. Uh, uh, so there's several of them behind this, me. Uh, <laughs> and this then, episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. <laughs> um, you know, that might be halfway true at some point. I'll probably there figure out a way to become an affiliate. And then we're going to instruct all of you listeners to go buy Amazon products through our website. Uh, and since we're doing uh, commercial tie-ins now, I'm going to do mine. Uh, <laughs> Sphero sent me two toys. <laughs> The lovely folks at Sphero, whose toys I do love, sent me two toys. They sent me this Spider-Man, this talking uh, ultimate Spider-Man, yes. which you can see. Uh, we'll I can we'll see. link to all of these things. And they sent me the Lightning McQueen, this guy, which is awesome. He is really cool. Have you seen this thing actually in action? Only your posts, which Very cool. Are, are like the eyes, it's, the animation on it is amazing. Like it's very cool. Very uh like uh, very advanced for a toy. Like that's where that was my only concern with this toy is like who, like, I guess it's for adults, right? Like at that (laughs) point and like, I mean, you can kind of let your kid play with it, (laughs) but it's like, they're not cheap. Just like BB eight wasn't cheap, but um, yeah, the, the, um, the way it moves, it's pretty cool. So you can look on my, I'll post some stuff to to show if you haven't seen it. I'm sure everyone has seen it by now, but I just wanted to say thank you because it is an amazing uh, uh, thing to just send me these toys just to talk about these little toys and post pictures. Spider-Man oh. is extremely chatty. I don't know <laughs> if you saw him at Comic-Con or anything. Like he just that's basically all he does is he talks nonstop. I saw a YouTube video about it and yeah, they were really that was one of the things that they really were highlighting was that um, you can interact with him in so many different ways and he's got like original responses for your questions. Yeah. So yeah. Like, you can play games with him. You can ask him generic questions and he'll have like different responses for you. He'll do trivia games. He'll do yeah. like uh, jokes. It's pretty if you cool. Ask him a joke. It is. Yeah, it's cute. Like I, I thought it would be more functional as like a Siri or, or Alexa kind of thing. Like maybe right. in the future, that's what it'll be. Cause like for adults, that's what I, I don't know. Too. I don't know that adults like it's clearly for kids. This one, the price point uh, is not for kids, but the, <laughs> what he does seems very much for kids and he's very sturdy, which is great. Like he won't break very easily, but um, like it's a lot of interactive 
like, oh, here come the bad guys. Let's jump, you know. And so you're oh, supposed to be yeah, holding yeah, him yeah, and then yeah. you jump and he can tell that you jumped. And so it's very cute like that. So like, you played this, it sounds like. <laughs> yes, I didn't. I have to admit I didn't jump. But oh, I know. Jared. So some of it we did to just to see if he would recognize that you moved or you jumped and stuff. So it's pretty like the interactive part is is very neat. I think it's just you'd probably want it for pretty young kids, you know, like yeah. that's, that would probably, be amazing. but it's, a, it's amazing technology and the eyes, the animation on the eyes. Oh yeah. Is, that was pretty cool. Fantastic. Too. Yeah. It's really great. So future right. toys. In fact, so, yeah. Sphero, once you do come out with your Darth Vader Sphero toy, I'll be expecting that one because Jared already got his Spider-Man. <laughs> it's, it's my turn now. Look up the R2. The R2 is amazing. I love it. Oh, that's and, right. That's they are coming out with that. Um, a new one, yeah. yeah. I'll check that and out. A, so and a new character, but I won't tell you because you'll get so, all set. So Sphero, cancel my Darth Vader order and get Send me that R two. Okay, thank you. Right. Okay. But now going back to done. Amazon. Now oh. that we went off on another Star Wars and toy tangent. Um, back to Amazon. <laughs> so th- I'm just going to wrap up my story with the boxes. So because you a- you asked me if I or have if I've tried the new Coke Zero right, sugar. Right. 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 So once I heard about coke zero going away i went to amazon and i was just going to order a bunch of um bo- like cases of right. coke zero like so, a crazy person yeah <laughs> like once you fill these boxes up i i don't remember the exact number but it was like just under 20 percent is what one case of coke zero would <laughs> fill this box so if you order five it's like 88 percent or something like that right. so i just ordered as many as possible till it got to like 99% full. So it ended up being 13 boxes of Coke zero. So once it gets to me, I'm like super excited. It's like these three big ass boxes uh, from Amazon, just full of Coke zero. I open it and it was Coke zero sugar. Uh So (laughs) I ordered 13 (laughs) cases of Coke Zero, and they sent me Coke Zero Sugar. So I was forced to try the new Coke Zero Sugar because they sent me the wrong thing. Um, but luckily, Amazon is great, at least in my experience with refunds mm-hmm. and like if there's any issues with the order. Right. I sent a complaint. I was like, hey, I ordered Coke Zero. You guys sent me Coke Zero Sugar. And I think just because it was food, even though like I could have easily sent this back and it wouldn't right. have been an issue, they're just like, oh, sorry, here's a refund. And I got so I got these 13 boxes for free and I have tried it and but it's here, fine. Yeah. Here's my my <laughs> my I don't know review of it. Like if Coke Zero is on one side of the table and regular Coke is on the other side where like this Coke zero sugar would fall is just closer to Coke. So it is still zero uh, calories and all that. And it is definitely different than Coke zero, but it is closer to regular Coke than it like, was before. So does that mean it's sweeter than? Yeah, like- it's, it's yeah, it's got like a sweeter taste to it. I still prefer the Coke zero, but it's not like devastating as I thought it was going to be with this new, I thought it was going to be like a totally different tasting beverage. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely different, but it's, you know, it's close enough. 
You know, it's funny, though. I haven't read anything about it. I mean, I know people have been going crazy, like, on social media and stuff about this, but I haven't read any articles about, like, uh, why they changed it or, or even if whatever the press release is as to why they've changed it. But um, I, I don't think they were going to do one. I think they were just hoping to go under the radar, honestly. <laughs> That's why yeah, they didn't I mean, have, I mean, there's seems, nothing out about it. Seems like they'd want to address it somehow. I mean, you know, like they they yeah. have been doing ads recently where they say, oh, Brian was very upset about losing Coke Zero, but now <laughs> Brian's very happy. You know, like they're they're sort of addressing it head on. Like, right. But it's just, yeah, I haven't read anything about why they, they, they felt the need to change it. Interesting. We'll have to look it up. Maybe by the September record, we'll have more information on this very serious topic. <laughs> <laughs> so I went before we started recording this episode, I was like, oh, you know, or we were talking, saying, like, oh, this is probably going to be a quick episode. We've gone through like two items mm-hmm. and we're already at almost an hour. So, well, yeah, I managed to get everything off my list. So uh, did you really? Kind of, oh, yeah. Man. Like there wasn't I mean, there's a few things that are maybe not. But yeah, it just kind of went that way. So um, um, so you said that like there's a bunch of Amazon boxes behind me. I, you can see this, but you probably didn't know. And I'll stand closer to the the <laughs> camcorder, whatever the yeah the, the camera the thingy is called. Um, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. Oh, it, it is a Star is, Wars shirt. Okay, I you know I was looking at it, I couldn't tell. Like there's Chewbacca. Oh, he's red. Oh, that's why. A Millennium Falcon and a C a C three so PO and R two. Um, anyways, where did that come from? Is that I have a, no I idea. I don't. Remember. I mean, like it, you. Oh, okay. Oh, so another Star Wars thing that actually happened this month too. And I posted about this and I'm super excited to get these. But the, you know, our other unofficial sponsor, and I'm sorry that I don't know how to say your name, but they are a footwear company called Pozu. Uh huh. Is that how you say it? I, I don't know. Pozu? Pozu, Pozu. Pozu. Something like that. I'm sorry. Okay. We'll get it. We'll get it right once you uh, officially sponsor us. Um, right. But they they've got this this new line of Star Wars shoes that are coming out. So it's the ones that I got. They're like the old school Converse. Oh, and you ordered th- them. Oh hell yeah! Oh, I didn't and know you actually ordered them. Oh, nice. Where the star would normally be, there's like the Rebel Alliance symbol. Um, so they're very plain, which I like. Um, but they also have a ton of other uh, shoes available. Like you can get a Poe boot. You can get um, Ray's boot. Chewbacca, like a fuzzy woman. Yeah, I think you can get that. There's um, similar to the Converse or like the Converse-esque shoe that I got. You can get one that has like a Millennium Falcon print on Mm -hmm. it. There's another one that's the same thing, but it's got BB-8 instead of the Rebel Alliance symbol on like where the heel is. Um, there's a whole bunch of shoes in there that are really cool. There's a stormtrooper boot you can get. Uh, yeah. So we'll, if you haven't already checked out our post or you're not familiar with this, um, I actually ordered, I almost was going to order like every single one of these because <laughs> I love them so much, but I got two of, I got the, the black pair and the red pair of that, the same shoe, just two different colors with the rebel the, yeah, the with a rebel, rebel symbol. lion symbol on the like the heel. Or what not are the they? Heel, the ankle. They're out now, though, right? Is that right? Or are they still pre-ordered? Um, so I think they're an English-based company. I think they're out of yeah. the UK. So yeah, I had to do are. like all this foot measurements to figure out which size I would be, and <laughs> I hope that I got the right ones. 
I think they might be a little big, but as long as they're wearable, I don't care. Yeah. Um, because they're like Euro sizing. Mm. Um, but they're I think they're scheduled to ship in September. They didn't give like an mm. exact date. So you can pre-order them, which is what I did, and they're supposed to ship, I think, sometime in September, but because it's international, I'm probably not gonna see them physically until like October time, I'm guessing. Yeah. So. That's probably about right. Did you um did you post about this? I posted about it on Facebook. Yeah, I posted on Instagram too. So, okay. so just one of the there. shoes. So I'll post we'll do another post or something. Um, but we'll leave the a link to this stuff in the show notes because these in my opinion, these shoes are awesome. And I'm, yeah, no, I'm disappointed I'm that you didn't buy a pair. At well, least I'll wait one, to see how Jared. the quality is when you get them and then I'll well, see. Well, what if, if you can't? Them. What if it's only a pre order thing or they sell? No, what do you no. See, no, you're going to miss on, out now and I'm just going to be waving these shoes, these two pairs in your face. <laughs> I'll just I'll just draw up a uh, Rebel Alliance logo and slap it on. My own <laughs> shoes. Uh, so the other thing I want to talk about was Kermit's voice. We heard it, but I, oh, maybe we save yeah. that for the Muppets roundtable or something. Like, uh, We can talk about just, you know, that did that you it happened? Yeah. Did, did you listen to the new uh, So I follow them on Instagram, the Muppets. They're like mm-hmm. official account or whatever. And I saw right. that thought of the week video. Right, right. But he only says like a couple words. So you, it's That's not- all you need. That's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> so when I originally watched it, like I wasn't really paying attention. Um, and I didn't realize it was the new Kermit. And then once you posted that or you shared it in um, I yeah. don't know, somewhere – Right. I rewatched it and it's like, oh, yeah, you can definitely hear the difference. Um, right. Right. Yeah. Well, so what did you think, though? Like, do you do you get bothered by that stuff or are you like, oh, um, whatever? Un- I am bothered until it's like been around I'm for so long. It. You're used to it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so. I do remember when Jim Henson died and uh, what's his name took over. Like, it did take a while to get used to it. I remember seeing that Muppet Christmas Carol and being like, oh, gosh, that's not. <laughs> That's not Kermit. Like, it's not quite Kermit. Like, yeah. Uh, so I think it's just another. I think round it'll just take that. time. Yeah. Yeah. I'll but it, it might be longer because they don't do as much with the Muppets anymore. So who knows? Well, yeah. Uh, it might take longer to get used to. Who knows? Uh, I've got one more thing. Um, well, okay. Really quick. Before you, you go on to that, just because we're talking Muppets, um, yeah. and we're going to talk more about like the podcast in the future, but. We've hinted at this several times oh. in the past in old episodes, but we're going to officially do our first roundtable, which will be the Muppets. So we will talk more in depth about this controversial uh, <laughs> Kermit change in that episode. And that will be up um, sometime next, or I guess you're listening to it in September. So within yeah. a couple weeks. So within the month tuned. of September. Yeah. Right. So we're going to have, we're going to have people on to talk specifically and strictly about Muppets. That's correct, right? Correct. That is our roundtable Muppets all things, episode. All things Muppets? Like Dark Crystal? Um, so or are we staying just to I'm, the core? I'm willing to go like Jim Henson um, mm-hmm. and say Dark Crystal because that'll also be relevant because they're coming out with a new Netflix series. Right, so exactly, we, exactly. I mean, we probably will, will focus on the Muppets, but like, yeah, I think it's safe to stay on like puppets and, and specifically Jim Henson. So, yeah. Oh yeah, definitely Jim yeah. Henson. I just didn't know if we were going to go. I, I think how that's deep. fair. I yeah. think that's fair. Um, okay. Sorry. Okay. Go on. 
You got another. So thing. this is the last thing I promise. So they they released someone released. They were taking a a survey about a new name for Disney Hollywood Studios. Did you see this? Oh no! But uh, but tell me. So they kind of give a little rundown of the the park, uh, uh, you know, of what it's supposed to be, um, like the, the, I guess sort of the new mission statement of the park. And I won't read that. It just basically right, says, right. you know, all these stories. So different. they gave a We're list. Gonna... Yeah. Of, of different park names. Mm-hmm. Um, and they wanted you to rate them. So this is all coming from a, you know, as somebody else is, is translating this for us. Like, Right. I, I didn't actually take this survey. Here is the titles that they're considering or they wanted your opinion on. Tell me if any of these sound good to you. Uh, Disney Kaleidoscope Park. Nope. <laughs> Disney Storyverse Park. No. Disney Hyperia Park. That's the best so far. I think you're right. Disney Beyond Park. <laughs> I don't even understand what I that don't means. <laughs> uh, Disney Cinemagic Park. Uh, that's okay. Disney Legends Park? No. That sounds confusing, like, because they have yeah. that Disney Legend. Uh, Disney XL Park. Hell no. No uh, way. And the last one is Disney Cinemagin Park. Uh, I mean... But I think I would take Cinemagic over Cinemagin. Yeah, I, I think that's, of the bunch, that's the best one. Um, why are they changing haven't they already changed uh, the name of this place before? This this park? Uh, well, it used to be MGM, I think. Disney MGM right, Studios. There. Uh, and then it and then it changed to just Hollywood Studios. So which I think are, is it's fine, are right? Like, of, are they like do they think it's too close to Universal, like the the name of the park? I don't know. Um that's they said bizarre. someone's someone in the article here says Disney Hollywood Adventure is also being tossed around. I don't I don't know if that's Actually, well, if you're not, if you no. want to get rid of Hollywood Studios, why uh, are you just going to change it to Adventure? I feel like if you're going to change it, don't Go just all change. The way. Yeah, but I don't. It makes sense to be Hollywood because it's what the park is. Unless they're trying to do like a heavy overhaul of the whole park and like do a, a rebranding of everything, then it might. Well, make I think sense. just because Star Wars Land is coming. Uh, and the and, other th- uh, Toy Story, I was, or, yeah, uh, Toy Story, was Toy Story one. Land is coming, and uh, so maybe obviously other other things are Hollywood. coming. Right? Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of Marvel will probably. Oh, I don't know because of their Universal rules. has the rights to. The but if they have there, something yeah. that they can do there, there it would probably go there. So, hmm. yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to say it's disappointing because. Uh, it, I don't know. It's not a huge deal, and I'm excited to see those additions, like the Star Wars land and the Toy Story land is going to be really cool. Um, so yeah, it's. I mean, it makes sense. Are they going to get rid of their their version of the tram tour? Do you know? Oh, that's. I think that's long gone. Oh, is it? Yeah, the, I, I, I haven't been to uh, Orlando Universal or not Disney World for like five or six years. So yeah, I think that uh, when I went, it was really short. I can't, I can't even remember what year that was. Like they had cut back that tram tour quite a bit, but mm-hmm. I think it, it did close. And I think it's, I think that's getting absorbed into star Wars land. Uh, yeah, again, I was just going to say, the, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that one of those lands is going to take over that portion of the park. Right. Uh, so anyway, I thought that was interesting to see. It's always hard to, I think, name a new Disney park. Um, like it, until you get used to it, like even California adventure, when that first came, I thought, Oh, that's goofy. Like that seems so, 
Yeah. Uh, silly. And it's still not a great name, I think, but you just get you get used to it. So hopefully one of these will uh we'll get used to it. Just like Galaxy's Edge. Maybe we'll get used to it or we'll just forever <laughs> call it Star Wars Land. <laughs> I yeah, I don't uh, Yeah, whatever. Yeah. What's <laughs> Who knows? I'm sure there was a lot of focus groups that uh, were involved in coming to that that name. Oh, yeah. I'm sure there'll be a lot more, too. So, yeah. Interesting right, to see so where that goes. We are just surprisingly running really long with this episode, and I thought it was going to be a super short one. So, like, normally these episodes are supposed to be a reflection on the work that either of us have done, but it seems like it's been a, right. light, a light month as far as uh, work, like... For Squared Co., we didn't have any new releases, really. There was no conventions. Um, so, And then personally, for freelance work, is a little bit light for me, too. But mm-hmm. one of the things that I was able to work on that I want to include in this episode is the printing. So I mentioned before that like my downstairs at my house is a print studio. Um, and I was able to, from a referral from my co-host, do this um, Disney print from uh uh gavin like yeah i know his name but i'm just trying to describe like (laughs) his name is gavin Audison, and we'll have links to this piece and his uh yeah where you can get it his etsy page i think is where he's selling it Mm -hmm. but uh this had to do with d23 right expo yes right so um i don't know that much about it can you tell me a little bit about this print and like was it, it was the winner of a contest or something? Well, so every year they do, every time they have a D23 Expo, they do an art theme uh, contest, like a fan art contest. Uh, mm-hmm. and so they just ask for submissions from everybody. They get quite a few submissions. So this is not like a small thing. Um, so it's quite uh, quite a feat that he was, he was selected like one of like 10 finalists or something like that. I'm oh, not okay. sure if that's the exact number, but he wasn't the grand prize winner, but he was one of the few finalists. So they, he got to go cool. to the expo and it was up very there. Cool. The big painting was up there. Yeah. So it was, it was very cool. It's a good, it's a great image. I really liked yeah. the idea. The concept. So fantastic. Um, I won't go into details about what it was, but essentially it's a mashup of a bunch of Disney properties and stuff that you can find at the park. So, I'll have a link to that. So instead of me butchering this description, you can just click on the link in the show notes and see it directly what the, the piece was. Yeah. Um, so how how did it go? How did the printing go? The printing was fine. Um, so, yeah, I didn't have a lot of interaction with him like on the phone. It was all through email. Um, but, yeah, I ran a couple of test prints and then went, yeah, went for it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's very magical. Um, yeah, it's I mean, there's a lot more that goes into printing, but it's super boring process to talk about. Right. So. right. Well, and Gavin's not local. So like he's not around the corner where you can just have. Him right. Come over and look so, at so that the, adds like a the only like difficult thing was especially since he it was a traditional piece and I got a digital mm-hmm. file of a, an actual painting when I'm printing it. I don't have anything to reference except the file. So. Right. Um, I had to send him like a photo of the print in a light room or like a light box. So it has yeah. all neutral and nat- not natural, like neutral lights mm-hmm. that'll hit it. So there's no, it doesn't affect the color of the print. Um, right. Anyways, there's a little bit of extra work to have him see and give me the thumbs up on the proof before I went to like mass printing, but it, it ended up being fine. And I hope that he's happy with the outcome. Um, again, 
It is available for you to check out and see. We'll have links to that in the show notes. Yeah, um, it's a great pick. Gravin's a great guy. I got to meet him while I was there for the expo, and uh, I'm glad you guys were able to work that out. Hopefully you didn't screw it up. Um, but I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll double check with him on that. <laughs> um, okay, so before we run out and go like super, super long, we do ah. want to talk about the podcast uh, just in general. So Let's go three hours on this one. This is <laughs> You're not even halfway yet, folks. <laughs> uh, so... You know, we've we've already mentioned this. Um, one of the things we're going to be doing, hopefully regularly, unless you guys just absolutely hate it, mm. but we're going to do this roundtable thing. So it'll probably be maybe once every other month or uh, whenever it makes sense. So we're going to do this roundtable discussion. And the first one, like we mentioned before, will be Muppets. Um, and it, I think it's somewhat timely because they have the news of the Kermit changing and... I will be going to the Muppets at the Hollywood Bowl. They're doing this yeah. big event and like a concert. Um, so That's we're going to record after that and I'll be able to talk, talk about, about that, that as well. So so they're um, starting to list some like celebrities that are going to be there, I guess, for it. Or, oh, or cool. one of them or that are participating in it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. I, w- I wasn't when I first got the tickets, you know, I just got it because it's the Hollywood Bowl and it's the Muppets like that's. Just sounds right. like a really cool event, um, mm-hmm. but I wasn't really sure how it was going to be pro- like the show was going to be produced and what it was going to entail. Um, yeah, I am excited because I know they they did this over what's that like that music festival Coachella was it mm-hmm. Coachella or Burning Man or something where Electric Mayhem performed? Oh yeah, I think it was Coachella. Um, th- so they're going to do a, sh- a set, which is going to be so I'm super excited for. And I don't know. I'm sure it's just a bunch of little like skits that involve the Muppets. Um, so, yeah, I'm little- curious to see yeah what you think of it. And this will be a big thing for the new voice. So you'll really get to right, see him right, in right. action and yeah, um, give us a full report. It's a three. I think it's a three day event. Not three days. So it's it's happening Oops. over like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. They're doing three shows show every night. Yeah, exactly. So, but it okay. Anyway, we'll talk about it more. Yeah. Than I have a million so, questions, but we're also <laughs> going to do like other topics. So like we're going to do Star Wars probably right, after right, right. Last Jedi. We'll probably comes out. do some that Jared is a big fan of and I'm not, and then some that I am a big fan of and Jared is not. Um, Ninja Turtles. And yeah, <laughs> I think really we might consider having us sit out for some of these or something. No, like, you can't sit out for these. Like. I don't know. I think it'll be or at least maybe get an additional person. Yeah. So we'll get more guests involved because I think it'll be interesting to have like the non fan ask the quest like the non fan questions. So like I guess, but then it kind of derails it. You know, it's like when you I don't bring someone outside of your group to a party (laughs) and telling stories, and then you have to go back and explain everything. I don't know. I think like. Talking about turtles, there's things that I take for granted as like common knowledge that maybe like a mid-level turtles fan who's interested in hearing, like you can ask a question that I would laugh at, but maybe there's a listener out there that doesn't know. So that's right. So then you can spend a whole hour explaining to me who (laughs) Krang is or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's one of the like the recurring um, episode themes we're going to start doing. Um, again, assuming that it's somewhat favorable by you guys. So we'll see. 
Well, it's interesting to see because the logistics of it could prove problematic. Like, I'm curious. That's the most interesting part of it to me is to see, like, is this just going to be everybody talking over everybody or or, uh, complete silence (laughs) as people wait? Well, that's going to be on us to, like, be good hosts and, like, navigate the the conversation and give specific questions to specific individuals. We have to get it so that we can turn microphones on and off. You know, like, (laughs) just cut people off. not your turn. Stop talking. Sorry, yeah, like those ESPN shows or something where you can just... (laughs) Right. Um, But the other type of show that we're going to start doing um, are movie reviews. And I think this can bleed over into a lot of different things so not only can we review movies we can review like a specific um product that comes out um mm-hmm. or like a series of toys or something like that so we're gonna start with movie reviews and maybe do like the big movies of the month so like one like the biggest movie that comes out in september and october each month we'll do a review and that one we'll try and get a couple guests on as well um and you know, talk about our personal thoughts on the movie and then talk about the movie in general. So So, I think that'll be kind of fun. And we can actually announce our first one because it will be the next episode. So if you're listening to this, okay, the next episode will be our first movie review and we will be reviewing. Should we tell them Jared? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So in case you want to play along, we will be reviewing it. The new Stephen King movie, it, so if you want to um, listen to the, our take on it um, and like kind of follow along, then go see the movie and listen to our review. Because it's going to be spoilery. We're not going to dance yes. around it. So yes, we're, yes. it's, it's going to really be geared towards people who have seen the movie. And right, right. one of the big differences, I think, with this episode, too, not only just having guests all to talk about one subject, but we're going to try to turn this around quickly. So we're going to try to see the yes, movie over the yeah. weekend, get it recorded by like Sunday, and then hopefully have the thing up by Monday or Tuesday at some point. Right. So um, that's some that's it. It's as relevant as possible. So, but we'll see. <laughs> that's the plan. That's a cool for us, you know, in uh, normal people work. That's a uh, it's a pretty quick turnaround. Um, I know yeah. that like there's other pod podcast uh, podcasts out there that'll do like upload their episodes the next day. That's just crazy for me our, at this yeah. point. <laughs> our good friends at M of One and Master yes. One Podcast, they do it like late at night and then like within three hours or something, they, yeah, it's they put up the episode. It's a crazy, it's crazy. They're I think there's potential to do that at some point if like, you know, if the right. podcast turns into something and I can invest in some more professional equipment like a mixer and I can record live and then I just upload the live recording. But right now... There's a lot more editing that goes on the back end, um, so t- it's more time consuming. Uh, yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> I don't. That's all you. So I, I have no comment on that because I don't do any of that. I just send you my file and, and that's yeah. it. Um, so I'm excited to do this because I think it'll be fun, like to get, you know, a very quick take on, on, on a movie that's just out. But, yeah, um, yeah, totally. And I think not super excited to see it though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, just thinking and fuck every time we say this movie i feel like we're doing a who's on first bit or something right exactly so bear with us here um (laughs) all right i'm just gonna maybe giggle every time i say exactly there it is (laughs) (laughs) um but anyways yeah i am not a horror movie fan at Mm -mm. all no and just 
Like I'm thinking about this movie and that I have the fact that I have to go see it and I'm having trouble going to sleep because <laughs> I'm like this stupid clown, you don't even see him in the preview. Like you get like a second of him. Yeah. Um, so but it's just enough to scare me awake. Well, um, it's a clown. You don't really need to know much more. Oh than my that. it's gosh. a clown. That's yeah. why I'm like, I think it'll be a fun movie to do because I don't know. We'll see. Like but, I'm not a horror fan. Like I I don't think I yeah. I can't remember the last time I went to a theater to see a horror movie, but I am a Stephen King fan. And this was well, one the, of the books that know, I haven't read. So this does look like just the previews, it looks like a very like well put together film. Um, I really like the like cinematography that it has and mm -hmm. the fact that it's got you might hate this, but like the Spielberg-esque 80s kids on bike vibe is yeah, kind of fun. Totally, for me. totally stranger things. Yeah. And, Goonies yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah. uh, I mean it looks like a good movie, uh, despite the fact that it's a horror film and I'm already scared to watch it. But yeah, so that's happening. So please, if you want to at least see the movie before you listen so you don't get mad at us for spoiling anything. <laughs> or Unless you just don't care about yeah, it. Unless you want to use our episode uh, as a replacement for seeing the movie, then right. it's a, it, it will be great for that. <laughs> right. So that'll, um, be, that'll be fun. So those are the two new types of shows that we're going to start doing regularly. Um, please, yeah, I mean, as they come out, let us know, but... Even if you're just listening to this, let us know what you think about that. Or if you have a, mo a specific movie in mind that you want us to review come that's coming up. Um, or if you have a roundtable topic or discussion that you want us to um, discuss. So, yeah, let us know um, in either the notes for this episode on SoundCloud or Facebook. You know, anywhere that you can get in contact with us. Just let us know what you think about these new kind of episodes that will be airing shortly yeah and uh one other thing i want to say is i, I do want to say thank you to the guests from this past month because we've had oh yeah uh, a, a month packed with uh every guest was amazing and this um, was crazy i we're still such a young podcast oh i know um like, yeah. and i feel like we're hitting too big of names too quick. Like we can only go down from here, from here, basically. So exactly. So I am, thank you to uh, let's see. We've had Kevin Tong, Bill Robinson, Stephen Silver, Anthony Petri, Luke Flowers, and then Dave and Tom all in one. Dave Perillo and Tom Wynn all yeah. in one month, it's which insane. is just insane. So thank you very much to those people for talking to us. Yeah, I, we're extremely grateful to um, not only get you on and like share your story but just the fact that you guys were willing to take time out of your busy lives um and schedule to talk to a little podcast absolutely and if there's anybody that you guys want us to talk to like we always say let us right, know right. leave a comment and we'll try to try to work on that because that that helps yeah. us out a lot uh and we are also working on getting the show up on itunes um and oh that is so i was process. gonna i was gonna end with that but we can do it oh, now okay. um yeah, so I know people keep saying like, oh, why aren't you on iTunes? It will be like so much easier for me and you'll go on all these podcast apps. It's um, right. the biggest hurdle with starting this podcast was just getting it up somewhere. So mm -hmm. SoundCloud was the easiest platform for that. So that's why I chose SoundCloud. It's just you can upload it. There's no like screening or anything really. It's just, it just goes up. Um, for iTunes, it's a bit more involved. It's in process. Um, we actually, 
And I think of Are You Afraid of the Dark every time I say this phrase, but we have been submitted for approval <laughs> for um, by iTunes. And I think uh, one of our listeners will appreciate that Are You Afraid of the Dark reference, who will also be on our It episode. You know uh, who you are. Um, <laughs> A little sneak peek there. Yeah. So we have... <laughs> <laughs> we have been submitted for approval um, to iTunes and Stitcher. So hopefully, um, I mean, it, potentially by the time you're hearing this, we could be up on those platforms. Mm, they did great. say that it takes up to two weeks. I don't know what like could be a holdup for that and like what may be closer to two weeks versus a week or whatever. So um, if you aren't already, definitely just give us a follow um, and we'll post this immediately once i get the approval from uh, itunes and stitcher so you can find us on those platforms as well and hopefully and then, those will pop up on podcast apps too then we'll probably start begging you for five-star reviews which it seems every podcast yes, yeah. does uh, at the end of their show uh do you know at all what the criterion is that they when they review these for i don't i think it might just be like I don't know, like maybe they make sure we are an actual podcast and not some other weird something. And Did you have to do, I mean, could you do it with that like one episode and, and just start it's, I posting? think you could have, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure what their criteria is and what would put us in the approved or, you know, not approved um, category. Gosh, it's like we so. don't know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes. So, um, but going back a little bit to, you know, getting guests or listeners feedback, we are so far, we've done like almost exclusively our guests have been artists, which is great. And kind of the, the focus on what this podcast was initiated for is to talk to artists, illustrators, designers, um, creators. Yeah. So yeah, that was my next point. I do want to limit our show to be about creatives um Mm -hmm. if we ever have a guest on so but i don't want to limit it to just artists and designers so if you have a specific type of creative in mind that you'd like to hear uh, let us know um an example could be like a band or a musician um, writers a writer somebody a director somebody involved with the film industry not saying that we will be able to grant your wish, but if you guys are interested in seeing a certain type of creative, yeah, let us know and we can try and reach out to those types of people uh, moving forward. So let us know and yeah, we'll do our best to to get those people on. Yeah, I think that's great. I think it'd be it'd be nice to mix it up a little and see, uh, you know, because we, we've we've had a lot of artists. We've had exclusively artists on here. Um, right, right. and so we do end up asking a lot of the same questions and, um, it'd be nice to get sort of a different perspective on some of this. Uh, I think because yeah. we're both in the field, obviously that's where we feel most comfortable and like exactly. we can ask the yeah. best questions. Like if we bring on someone from film or TV, I'll have the stupidest like fanboy, fanboy questions. questions. Yeah. Like I don't, <laughs> I don't know a lot about the production side of stuff. So it would, you know, it'd be interesting for me. I can say that much. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do our research if we ever get that fortunate, which, um, I mean, I'm hopeful. I think as we grow, hopefully our, our guest roster will too. Yeah, definitely. Otherwise we're going to start bringing on family members and that's going to be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, Awful shows. You never know. You never know. I'm trying to think now that you say that if I have any like creative uh, family members. Uh, none jump out immediately. I do. I have would just my- like to talk to one of your siblings just to ask questions about you and you know how much <laughs> they dislike you and stuff. Get to the bottom of it. Uh, you oh know. please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I think we've. I mean, there's a couple other things on my list that we didn't get a chance to talk about, but it's like as we mentioned before, this was kind of a light month in terms of professional work so i don't want to bore everybody with all these personal things like a list laundry list of the movies i saw this month so Mm, gosh i had a whole list of netflix things i've watched like old (laughs) (laughs) movies from last year that'll be my review corner movies you saw last year yeah exactly so i think the biggest thing before we sign off here um is just your feedback so please let us know what you think about these new episodes that we're going to be recording soon um and what you know, like we said before, what movies you want us to review, what roundtable discussions you want, and third, what type of creatives you would like to hear on the show. Um, and where should yeah. they do that? They should do that everywhere. Um, <laughs> I Facebook. think so. If you want to consolidate it, yeah, just do it on <laughs> Facebook, Twitter. Um, tw- <laughs> <laughs> easy there sorry sorry <laughs> all right so we're we're falling off the rails here so i'm just yeah. gonna wrap it up um thank you so much for listening if you aren't already following us please do so on twitter instagram and facebook we are at squared co and our website is squaredco.org that's it for today's episode thank you so much for listening we'll see you later Thank you for listening to the Squared Goal podcast with Mark Morris and Jared Maruyama. Goodbye.